Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly podcast that we put out on Tuesdays where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Check us out at hangingwithapes.com. That's our website. When you get there, you'll be prompted to sign up for our newsletter. Please do so. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes and follow us on Twitter at Audio Apes. Audio Apes is our music. We do have a music video that we just put out recently, Till It Hurts, so you could check that out on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, type in Audio Apes, and then the video will come up along with all of our other videos and uh, music and stuff like that. Shit's too amazing. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, our thoughts on it. We're going to go into a little bit of uh, the Super Bowl ads, some of the meanings behind it, some you know, some stuff we might have found funny, some stuff we might have found disappointing. And we're going to talk about Lady Doritos, which I'm, uh, I'm just hearing about. But the Lady Doritos weren't part of the Super Bowl ads, right? It's some outside of the Super Bowl ads. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. And then we're going to talk about the stock market because the last two days, which today as we were recording this, it's Monday night, and then on Friday, they, it closed at a pretty low. So what does that mean? What are our thoughts on it? So jumping right in, uh, the Super Bowl. I know you watched it. I watched it. Yes. I was clearly disappointed being a longtime Patriots fan. Um, yeah, it was disappointing. We didn't I, get to watch it together. I, I disagree with the call that was made that caused the fumble, the second and two call. I really think that should have been a run. I don't know why with over two minutes on the clock, a timeout, you still have the two-minute warning coming up. You have Tom Brady. Essentially, eternity as far as that offense is concerned to move down the field and score a touchdown, that you would be running a two-minute drill where you're just going to pass it every down. Nah, I I, agree. I disagree with that. I think that was a, 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 a tragic mistake because obviously – you want the ball in the hands of the guy that's going to yield successful results, and that is Tom Brady. But the more you put the, the ball in his hands, the more he drops back, the more he gets pressured, which he had been pressured a lot in that game, you're, you're creating more of a probability that a mistake like that is going to happen. And it's not really his fault. I mean, anybody, 9 out of 10 people would fumble in a situation like that where he fumbled the ball. So, you know, I don't know. As an offensive coordinator, I think that's something that you should be a little bit more wise about. So, uh, yeah, it, it was disappointing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the game was, was close. The game was close. No defenses. I mean, like, the defenses, they were, you know, here and there they would get stops, but it was just yeah, like pure was offense. Weak. Yeah, yeah, they were, it were they were both pretty weak defenses. Yeah, uh, but that was the reason why I thought Minnesota was a better matchup for for the Patriots because like the Eagles, th- their offense like it's just like they're real long. Like uh, even though the Patriots defense got better. I still wasn't convinced by their defense because like their defense doesn't have like anybody that's like like real great. They're just very fundamental. They're like fundamental, yeah. but they're not athletic at all. Yeah, like like I like um fuck I forgot his name uh the guy that they put on Alshon Jeffrey Gilmore Gilmore. He's a very good player, but like you know he's not like you even were telling me earlier. You know like you don't think that he's like a super athletic player. No, he's just a guy that works hard, gets yeah. it done. He's a tough player. And and see, the Vikings, you know, they had speed and, and, and stuff like that, but like their their offense wasn't what the what the Eagles were. And, and then the Eagles, they had five Pro Bowlers injured. That that's what was like. I was like, God damn, how do you have your quarterback injured? And then Nick Foles comes in. Then you have the I think they had an offensive uh, line guy 
a linebacker. Like that team was just really deep. I, I really I really thought that the Patriots were gonna have a much easier time with the Eagles. I didn't think that they was they were gonna struggle as much. I did think that at the beginning, because this does happen a lot with the the Patriots, they seem to struggle with teams, but then they kind of figure out their formula, which you yeah, kind of yeah. see that that's exactly what happened. Yeah, between. The first quarter and the second quarter, and then the you know the half after halftime, the third and the fourth quarter. Yeah, you see that they did kind of figure them out, and had their defense showed up, I, yeah. I really think the Patriots would have blew them out because they didn't. They, the Eagles didn't really put much on the board, you know. After no, after that, after that point, because the the. I remember the Patriots can had kind of figured them out, but yeah. but the defense it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, getting any stops, and it was I didn't feel like they were putting much pressure on Nick Foles. No, no, but but on on the third quarter they did have like a real important stop where they actually got him to score a field goal. I was like, damn, this might be the turnaround. Sure enough, the Pats get the ball, they score, and they were up by one. They were up by one. I was like, okay. Now this is looking like a like a game that the Patriots are gonna win, cause like you gotta remember too the Eagles received. So if you're not gonna play any defense, yeah, the Eagles are gonna win because you're just scoring one after the other. That happens, you know, all the time when it's a shootout. Whoever has the ball more or you know the last yeah. is probably gonna be the winner. Yeah. So I feel that like you said, if Brady, if they would have been a little bit more conservative, and and that's something that that like. Um, Really, if you if you look at what what coaches do to kind of even things out, is they'll they'll run a play. Uh, it was what was it? Was it it was like second and two, right, or something yeah. like that? They'll run the ball because it's probably going to be a for sure first down because they're trying to stop the pass. Every er, every fundamentally sound uh, playbook at that point. Yeah. You should have had. You should have done a up a, a run. Like there's no way around that situation. That okay. uh, at second and two with over two minutes on the clock. Sure, you are down. You are down. But clearly, passing the ball, as we saw the result, passing the ball is not going to make it that you're going to be yield any more of a success yeah. than running it. So why not go with a more fundamental approach here? And then also not only not only for the for the sake of the success of of the the drive, but the the for the sake of opening your playbook because okay you just had a very successful eight yard to throw now you're, if you have a successful two yard run now the defense is like fuck now they got another first down yeah. they're a little bit closer to the goal line what do we do now? Yeah. So now they're a little bit more rattled. And you know what it, they, they, they got to think more. Yeah, and especially because they were on, on their side of the field. So you get a first down that run, the the next play, you could run it again. Exactly. You open you open yeah. your playbook and you limit their playbook. Yeah. So and uh, and yeah, so that that to me was 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 what uh what what really changed everything. That's yeah. because you 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 killed yourself because while you were down, you had the opportunity to drive it down the field, score, and then by the time you would have made it down the field, the clock would have been pretty much yeah ex- done. And then even if they did get the ball back, the likelihood of them scoring in the little bit of time that they would have had, it wasn't likely that they would have scored. And that was my that was my whole thing was I was like, damn, when I was looking at the Eagles score, I was like, okay, they scored. But they kind of left a little bit too much time. But, I mean, they actually did a good job of diminishing the clock as much as they could. But it's like, when you're facing Brady, man, fucking a minute and 30 is probably like five minutes. Because too many weapons, he's he's fucking ice cold. And that's one thing I will give Nick Foles. He played... How Brady plays, like like no like no worries. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, I I and and that's the other thing. Like I do totally give the Eagles their credit. It yeah. wasn't you know, obviously, even though I feel like the the Patriots made a detrimental mistake, the fact that the Eagles were even that close. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you definitely got to give them their credit. You got to definitely give the credit to that coach because his play calling in that game was impeccable. 
Yeah. Like the play calling was was phenomenal. Yeah. So they, they did a hell of a job. So you definitely you definitely have to give them their their credit. What'd you think of uh, the ads? Some of the, the Super ads? Bowl ads. I didn't get to see too many because um, when there was commercials, I was kind of you know I would kind of use that time because because I actually had went out to eat with mm-hmm. the family or whatever. So I had, I was watching it on the phone. So every time there was commercials, I would watch a couple and then you know kind of just chill with the fam. But uh, <laughs> I saw those Tide commercials. I oh, saw the yeah. one Tide commercial that said. Every commercial is going to be a Tide commercial. And then I saw a couple of Tide commercials. I was like, what the fuck? Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, Doritos had that Peter Dinklage one with uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that shit was odd to <laughs> yeah, me. It yeah, was, it, it was. I was like, what the fuck shit, is going like, on? Yeah, it was like unsettling. Something about that commercial was unsettling. <laughs> You were in fear of your the life. One, the one that, that really struck me as a great commercial, as it turns out, got a lot of backlash. The, weather track. Huh? Was it weather track? No, it was the, the Martin Luther King speech for the Dodge Ram. Did you see that one? You know what? I, I saw, I, but since it was kind of loud, I wasn't able to see. It was, it was oh, no. I thought it was an amazing ad, but like, like these Twitter and social justice warriors like 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 backlashed against it. So essentially what the what the ad is, it said 50 years ago today, so 50 years ago on on February 4th, mm-hmm. you know, the day of the Super Bowl, uh, apparently Martin Luther King gave this speech about being great and and the speech did like well this segment of the speech is about a minute long and it's so inspirational. He's like you don't, he's like, you to be great, he's like, some of you want to be important, and that's good. Some of you want to be great, and that's good. But to be great, all you have to do is serve. You don't have to know the theory of relativity. You don't know how have to know, you know, Plato or, or, or Socrates or Aristotle. All you need to do is serve. All you need to do is have a heart full of grace and a soul generated by love. Like... And so essentially, while all of that is going on and you hear like these these great words with, you know, like the epic music going mm-hmm. along with it, you see like all these people doing all these jobs where essentially they serve, you know, doctors, you know, uh, paramedics, firefighters, military people, police, like all, all this, all this stuff. And, and there were more, there were more like I, I, I can't think of all of the, the jobs that they showed. But essentially, what it was was it was a, a a commercial for Dodge Dodge Ram. So like essentially saying, you know, the pickup truck, it's like like a serve a service vehicle, and yeah. and it is like if you think about it, like if you think about the jobs that entail or the businesses that entail having a pickup truck, they're jobs that it's like people need stuff done, loads carried, things yeah, transported, all of that stuff. So but- I thought. It, it tied in well. So, I, you know, I didn't even think, like, you know how, like, a lot of times you could see something and you can kind of, like, predict that that social justice warriors are going to kind of get upset about it? Yeah. It didn't even cross my mind in the slightest that anybody would be upset about this. That's crazy. Not, in, not even in the slightest. But today, I go on Twitter and I see that people are tweeting about the MLK Dodge at Super Bowl ad. And then I go, and sure enough, people people are upset about it, saying that that uh, Martin Luther King would be turning over in his grave about this, his 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 voice being used over a commercial like this. Then when they found out that it was the the Martin Luther King estate that actually signed over or licensed the rights to Dodge for them to use that, because I guess. His estate owns the copyrights to all of his speeches. Yeah, they said, "Oh, well, his family sold out, and they're sell." But, 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 why? Like, what's a sellout about it? Like, it's a good- it's a noble commercial. Yeah, for like a noble product. Sure, they obviously they they are trying to sell the truck. Yeah, yeah. But they're trying to sell it with a sense of nobility. Like, hey, this you know, is why our stuff is great. Exactly, because people that want to serve 
this can help you serve the people out there that don't care about just themselves and their little family that want to actually help people like this is a vehicle that could potentially help you do that like what is not noble about that what's sellout about that yeah shit Ask a socialist that shit. <laughs> and and, and I tried I try to engage with a few people on Twitter, like asking, you know, what's so like bad what with that? why? But I I didn't get nobody would give me a clear cut answer. And, and and up until this point, as we're recording this episode, I still don't really know understand what it is because it's not a race thing. So I, I I'm, I'm so I am trying to connect the dots. Maybe people are implying that it's like white people that buy pickup trucks. So. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know. That's a little. But so only weird. racist white people buy pickers. Like, what? What are we? I, I'm saying, like, what's the rationale here? Not that I would agree with it, but at least so I could kind of like understand where it's yeah. coming from, what it stemmed from. Well, that's why I was saying the weather track, the weather track commercial, because I don't know if you saw that. It was it was simple, but they were like, yeah, we're building our factory in America, and and then there it just shows it like being built, like a, some factory or whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe that got backlash because, you know, they're kind of going for like the, you know, America first type, you know, feel. So I'm a little shocked that that's the commercial that would get, you know, that's the commercial that would get the, the, the backlash, flack, I guess. Yeah, yeah the backlash. Um, it's it's a little it's a little baffling. And and yeah, it's it's hard to understand because what were, what were people saying just because his speech was? was, on, well, well, that was the, I was telling you that what they were saying was that that commercial would make him turn over in his grave and that his family sold out but no reasons as to why they think that like and that's what i'm saying and 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 as i was reading all these different tweets from people that felt that way i'm not seeing any any like solid reasoning it's just oh he would be so upset so is it is it merely the fact that that his his speech was used that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or or are we at a point now where no rationale is needed to get upset anymore. Like let's just be upset. Just just be mad. And and it does seem that way, like with like for instance, um, I guess there were some people that were boycotting the, the Super Bowl. Yeah, because it's Justin Timberlake. But what like why? What, what? Wait, wait, well it depends. Are you talking boycotting the Super Bowl because of Justin Timberlake or boycotting? No, just boy. I I don't know what they were boycotting yeah. for. That, but that's what I'm saying. Because like, there's certain, yeah, yeah. Because there are certain people. It's that, not the Trump Bowl. Like yeah. <laughs> I get why. Like people. I mean, I don't agree with uh, even if there was a Trump Bowl, you boycotting it. But I I I get why you know you think that way. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, this is was not that. So why are you boy? <clears throat> like, what's bad about this now? Like, what's the problem now? Well, yeah. Well, there was a lot of people. They were mad about the Justin Timberlake, or they were mad because people, the players were kneeling, or because oh, because uh, the, so it's like so many different angles that people wanted to boycott the NFL, which is kind of fucked up because like the NFL is getting like no love from any side now. It seems, you know, people forget like, it's just a game. Like, just can you just watch a game, Patriots versus Eagles? Like, do we have to politicize everything a hundred percent? Yes, they've paid for for being so political, and in years of of like you know year after year having their little thing from domestic abuse to the whole kneeling thing, to, they've paid for that. But now it's like, now you're just being nitpicky. If it's not Justin Timberlake, it's because a player kneeled two weeks so, ago. Uh, is, yeah, it's like man, like and then Justin. Can Timberlake, you have fun? <laughs> and then and then everybody is like bashing his his performance. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, I I got blocked on Twitter because because like, I well, that's that was a thing. The Justin Timberlake thing was a thing. Uh, but what did he do wrong now? Well, well, the thing is this: it's like oh, like well, you know, today's feminism, this fourth wave ass feminism, like they just hate men. So fucking, they're just that's that's how they were hating on it. They're like, oh, Lady Gaga's was so much better. This is trash. He's so trashy. And then and then I was and then I was putting stuff what like what the fuck is <laughs> trashy about it? Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, he's trash. Like, oh, he's garbage. Oh, this is so weak. Beyonce and Lady Gaga and Katy Perry; those are the only ones I cared about. That's what the comments that people were putting. You know, you know what's so so little sidebar. <laughs> what's so crazy is I don't like really fuck with with pop music, especially today's pop music. Obviously, yeah. there's pop music that that I like. You know, Michael Jackson's music and. 
but I, I do like Justin Timberlake's music. I've been yeah. a fan of his music for a while. And I, I always feel like no matter what I do, and this is not even intentional, it's like the shit I like is just so always like anti what the fuck everybody else is fucking with. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. Because people want to be mad, man. Like, I mean, come on. How petty is that? How petty is that? Like the, the stuff that, that... And then to to get blocked for that? Because this is all I was commenting. I was like, I was putting like, oh, he's great. He's amazing. He's he's an amazing artist. And I was like, oh, did you guys see that trash? Oh man, he's he's so cool. <laughs> like, I was just putting stuff well, that you was were, you were you were trolling. Yeah, yeah. That's what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, but but still, and I like being blocked because of some shit like that. Because then it proves my point. And it's like, come being on, being blocked on Twitter is a kind of a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, because uh, the way I see it, the I'm way fulfilled. I see being being blocked is kind of the equivalent of somebody like walking away from an argument because they because they no, know they can't win it yeah they don't like, have the intellectual capacity to keep up yeah yeah and and i've i've had that with with people before like not well i've gotten us blocked on twitter also <laughs> yeah but more in, than me in the past but <laughs> but not not just not just that but like in real life it'll be like i'm i'm having a back and forth with somebody and like yeah. i'm bodying them up and it's like oh i, I got to go like you know yeah. Well, what? Like, come on. I actually had that with 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 my with my sister the other day. So, yeah. like, her I I I drove with her to the mechanic to get her car fixed, and then she rode with me to the north side. And then <laughs> as we were coming back, her her car was done. So, like, we you know we were talking about all kind of stuff, talking about you know like life and and just everything. But like it, as we kind of veered towards the end of the the trip. We got closer to the mechanic. I don't know. Somehow we kind of got into the... Well, we didn't kind of. We did get into the realm of politics. And and so it came up, you know, she her, her, her opinion of like, you know, Trump is a racist, this and that, and stuff like that. And then I was like, you have nothing to substantiate that. So we were kind of going back and forth. And I was throwing, you know, like a lot of, a lot of like statistics yeah. her way as far as, as far as you know, like things involving like the wealth in this country and the wall and all of that. And she was saying, oh, it's not right that he's using like these DACA kids as like leverage to get the wall built. But now I was explaining how something needs to be done about that. And I was and I was saying and then, you know, she was saying he's a white supremacist, all that. And I was like, man, if he is that he is like the worst white supremacist ever, because everything he does kind of substantiates that he's not that. But anyway, like so. I really wanted to finish. I really wanted to finish the discussion, but then my dad called me, and then like we had pulled up. So I'm thinking, all right, we pulled up. I'm gonna get off the phone with my dad. And we're gonna finish this back and forth. But yeah. then she was like, "No, I gotta go. My car's done." Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my god, I wanted to finish. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that that is one thing um, that that's uh, kind of a beautiful thing about being in person, and uh, and something that I I wish we could. You know, in the future, one thing I would like to do, like where, you know, like you see speakers and social commentary, you know, commentators, they go and, and they, they go to universities and talk to people because sometimes on Twitter, you know, people block you or or you can't, you know, when you write to someone, it's like you can't really have that back and forth type yeah. type of thing. It's it's especially good when when those conversations are in debate form and mediated because you can you can dictate a winner you, you know what I'm exactly saying? exactly because a lot of times like people say oh well you know the crowd can dictate it but not necessarily and and we saw a, a pretty good example of this of like the last two politicons yeah like politicon two years ago when when chank from the young Turks debated I was, I was gonna say battled like they rap battles but <laughs> when when Cenk from the young turks uh debated uh, dinesh d'souza and the crowd was like overwhelmingly on Cenk's side yeah and and uh so in a situation like that it's it's the the mediator or the moderator that that kind of can dictate where the points are going, like whose points are valid and what's going on. Yeah. And then the re the reverse of that was the year after that, the crowd was overwhelmingly on Ben Shapiro's side. Yeah. 
Now, in Ben Shapiro's defense, he did body, dude. Like, there was, you know, as a mediator, like, just kind of objectively speaking, he destroyed this man. Like, it wasn't even close. But even even if he didn't, I would imagine the the crowd was still very much on his side, you know, kind of, like, biased on his side. Yeah. In that particular realm. So, you know, that's that's why the you, you got you see where that's where you see the value of a of a good uh moderator. Yeah, yeah. And then and then sometimes you you know, be, even besides the moderation part too is um just the the different subjects that you could get into, you know, when you're in person, you can get into that. Now, obviously, for moderating purposes, it is your job to kind of keep people on track. That's one thing I learned from the from the from the debate or, or discussion that you had with um, uh, Alicia Swizz was as a moderator, um, she did this. Actually, I don't think you did this at all where well, you would give examples, but you weren't like strafing towards something else, towards another realm. And when she would do that, I would have, I should have been, oh, well, what about, well, what about yeah, this like subject? This is the subject we're on, yeah. Be- be- because like, I mean, we don't have the all the time in the world to debate this thing. So if yeah. you start talking about other things, is, is it that you don't have answers, or is it that, right? You're you veering know? off exactly. Exactly, because I've seen I've seen uh, stuff like that when when I'm debating with someone and then they talk about something else. I'm like, no, but like even uh, with the Trump thing, uh, someone uh, there was a question that someone posted that said, uh, "What's what? What is the one thing that that uh, that says?" That that tells you that that your the place that you're from is uh, racism is, is exists, and then someone put Trump is president, and then they put like the like uh like him doing some retarded shit, and then I was like, I I, I told that person like uh, like so so you're just gonna use pseudo intellect to to like make a point, huh? And then and then the person was like, oh you're trying to talk about how. Uh, you're trying to judge me off of a post and this isn't that you're trying to judge people who voted for a man As and racist. saying that it's racist so you already have lost like and then that's they put like three posts like they posted three comments like a long ass and then i was just like well you just validated that i'm right because you're saying that i'm judging you off of what you're saying or or not what you're saying but judging you off of off of uh one thing you know so you're saying that only re- like white racist uh, fucking neo-Nazi motherfuckers voted for Trump because that's not what the polls say. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So the thing is more complex than just saying some stupid shit like that. So before you say something stupid, say something smarter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and and uh, and then again, you get into this conversation, and then you can't really like continue on on that. And, and you know, people make good points. And actually, there was a question that that arose from it that made me think. Uh, if uh, if we live, because uh, the person said that we live in a, people can argue that we live in a, a plutocracy instead of a democracy. But that, you know, that, that's something that a conversation like that kind of well, makes well, you. What is a plutocracy? I don't know what that is. So, so pretty much it's like, uh, uh, like only the wealthy rule in, 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 in that country. So, yeah, well. They they fact, rule I'll get the in, definition of it so you could kind of get a good hang of it. But what were you gonna say? Well, if it is according to what you just said, they rule in certain realms, but everybody's everybody's v- vote counts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. So, like a, a rich person, they only vote once. They a poor person can only vote once that's kind of the 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 playing field the, the that's what levels it out so they may rule in the sense of there's certain things that they have an advantage because of you know their wealth and power and access or whatever you, you will but that's why you know voting is so important and then that's and that voting part of it is what makes it a democracy so yeah. So exactly. nah, yeah, that's. I mean, we live in a democracy. That's yeah. what it is. And and then every every you know, in in every state, you're able to kind of, you know, whatever you believe in. But it was still a good you know, because that that's kind of what what my my whole thing was when they when when she said that I was like, hmm, well, what's the difference between both? And well, to, to kind of explain, I'll give you like a little bit more of a, you know, of a definition of it. So it says uh. Pl- uh 
Plutocracy is a form of society defined as being ruled or controlled by function of wealth or higher income. The first known use of the term was in 1631. So unlike systems such as democracy, capitalism, socialism, or anarchism, plutocracy is not rooted in an established political philosophy. The concept of it may be advocated by the wealthy classes of a society in an indirect or um, uh, in, in an indirect fashion, though the term itself is almost always used as a, uh, a you know, like kind of like a bad term. Yeah. So, but the thing is, like you said, you can vote. Like Obama was significantly less richer than Trump. The Clintons weren't like rich like that. They they got rich after they Bill got Clinton. rich in office because yeah. of all the shit they were doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you see that like with the speeches and all of that shit. Like, you you see that same thing with Obama. Like Obama went into office, and when he came out of office, he was significantly more richer. Yeah. Than 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 uh he was before he went in. Yeah. And, but the thing is too, like kind of going back to that whole. Uh, racist comment that that person made it's so funny to me that people are so quick to call this guy racist for certain things that he says or or doesn't say because a lot of stuff that he's been accused of saying he has denied and there's no proof that he did say them like the whole shit shit whole countries thing and 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 all that but even then that a lot of that stuff is not blatantly racist, like when he said, you know, though, like one of the like things that 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 resonates with people a lot was, you know, with the whole Mexicans crossing the border. Oh, they're sending us their rapists and their killers and all of that. Nowhere in that statement is the guy saying that all Mexicans are rapists and killers. Yeah, he's saying that that's what's coming over. Even even if which on this podcast I've I've explained you know the 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 facts and the details behind a statement like that, but even if it were even if it were not true, yeah, or there was no like inkling of truth to that, that still doesn't make a person racist. Yeah, it's like it's like if right now, fucking, a bunch of Africans like we're walking down the street, jump out of a van. And they like beat us with clubs, and we're like, oh, those motherfucking Africans. We're not saying every African. We're saying yeah. those Africans that beat us with clubs yeah. are bitch made. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you have to like take <laughs> just those. Like, you have to take what's being said, what's being said into context. But what's crazy is where you do see like overwhelming, irrefutable proof of racism. It just totally is is accepted. Like for instance. When you to me, what's overwhelming, irrefutable proof of racism is the way Democrats run inner cities. To me, yeah. that's overwhelming, irrefutable proof of racism. You support policies that keep people where they're at and crime ridden neighborhoods and, and like crime ridden re- mentalities. And you know that these policies create this environment and yet like you continuously push it. Now, would you at, say? That's systematic racism? Like, I, to me, that's blatant racism. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's systematic. It's blatant. It's, <laughs> it's obviously, they don't vocalize that. They don't say that they're racist. Yeah. But but how could it be if, if you know, the, the welfare state has created this sense of, of, a, of a broken family? Okay. And, and you know what, what happens in broken families? So you perpetuating that, like, and you know that these there's a specific kind of person that's affected by this policy. That's not racism. That you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or the the numerous other things. And it's and it's funny because like I seen this one uh, little lecture by Dinesh D'Souza, and he pointed out these things that you see in in inner cities, urban, bad neighborhoods that. Are, sort of mirror plantations and he's like so you tell me who's the racist the the democrats or the republicans he's like broken families he's like that you would see that on plantations a lot the slave owner would fuck the guy's wife the slave's wife and now she has a mulatto baby and it's like all fucking twisted and 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 you who knows what kind of crazy dark thoughts are in in a a man's head in a situation like that so you got the broken families 
you got the 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 lack of education and and a a, a system where it doesn't perpetuate being smart like yeah. like in the hood nobody ever says like the oh you know being smart is good it's yeah. like you're just like a lame so so you got that you got the the type of religion that's being taught or right, that's being like, passed on right right you know then you got you got you know like the 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 broken home like things they barely function but it's not flourished and then you got no upward mobility you know a lot of these things match match a, you know life on a plantation but nobody questions that nobody questions that but this dude you know he says something at a at a rally and it's like oh that's what you want to cling to yeah, that's but but all this stuff that we see every single day is just yeah. oh that's okay that's why that's why I don't respect that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's, you just minimize what people believe. You can disagree with someone, and and actually, I don't think I've ever, you know, in the history of of vote of, of the times that I've been able to vote, I've ever agreed with someone one hundred percent that I voted for. No, of course not. There's no such thing. Yeah, so that's so, what makes a person an individual. You're not gonna agree one hundred percent. Yeah, and, and you look at you look at uh, at things. That a per- that okay, I agree with this. I don't agree with that. I agree with this. I don't, you know, and 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 that's it. You're not voting to for the best. You know, you're not voting for the most popular, the best liked, or you, you know what what's, what is for. happening though. And I uh, this was kind of eye opening. I watched this on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, Stephen Crowder and Not Gay Jared were on there, and they were talking to Joe Rogan. And Not Gay Jared brought up a very valid point about left versus right. Or what's perceived as right. He was saying, he's like, the left has become like this page of very limited check boxes. And if you don't have every single box checked, you're automatically like a right winger. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, I'm not right wing, but because I don't have every single box checked, like I disagree with, you know tranny bathrooms oh you're yeah. you're a crazy bigoted right winger well what no like so you could be yeah. <laughs> left on every other thing but if if that one box you don't check whereas like the right is like very accepting of well i i i'm a conservative but i don't believe in god or i'm you know i'm a conservative but i don't necessarily agree with this or with that or i'm yeah. a conservative but i didn't vote for trump but like all of that in the realm of the right or like I said, was perceived as as the right. We accept it. We're like, oh, okay. Like everybody's different. That's what makes the yeah, world yeah. great. That's what makes the world go around. But on the left, it's like you have Rose McGowan. If you're not this, oh, you're fucking righty. Like right. Yeah. Like like essentially, like Rose McGowan, the left of the left of the left. The it's, tranny would probably that tranny that had that outburst at her thing would probably say, oh, she's a right wing bigot, cisgender normative bigot. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What's going on? Yeah, even today I had an argument about uh, I was having an argument uh about feminism, and you know, like I was saying, traditional feminism. I see, I see what what the point of it was. I see what it is. It's not what it is now. And and then like some people, are like, oh no, well, feminism! Like, right away in their mind, it was just like feminism is terrible. I understand what you're saying. In today's world, a lot of this shit is unsubstantiated. What I'm saying is a traditional feminist, like, you know, a motherfucker who was like, can I vote? (laughs) Can I work? Can I, you know, that's, that's, you know, that you can do that. Yes. Yeah. I could see your argument. And in seeing that, then you're able to call all the bullshit that comes after that. Like, like, you know, the shit that you see today. With the fucking Natalie Portman bullshit and, and, and the Me Too movement, um, and even the Me Too movement, I, I'm sure I've seen like the the, the the fuck what's his name something uh, Nazar, like how he was fucking raping all those Olympian girls. Oh yeah, like that's fucked up. Yeah, but you that's muddled. You're you're at, you're pretty much equating that to to uh, women's director wasn't not like what exactly. What is this movement exactly? And, and, and that's and, how complicated and it, loses, it, it loses validity. Yeah, by so, anybody logical exactly. because. It's not. It's not the same thing. Yeah, and, and you could see like with the uh, Nazar stuff, like like even dude, like I don't know if you saw the video, the 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 dad who was like, "Can I whoop his ass?" And the judge was like, "No, no, don't do that." And he went. 
I would probably do that. Like, motherfucker, you touch my fucking daughters? I'm whoop your ass. I don't give a fuck if I go to jail. And and that's something that that's a fucked up situation. And and you know, that's something that, yeah, that should shed the light, like in, in certain situations. Like I'm taking my kid to school to, to be in some Olympic program and she's getting taken advantage of. That's some fucked up shit. And that should be on national news. What shouldn't be on national news is fucking we want special preference, you know, preference for the Oscars, even if we don't have better material than other men. Right. You know, or, you know, what shouldn't be on the news is, you know, I didn't like a date with fucking Anziz Ansari, but... And I let him go down on me. Yeah. But when it was my turn to return the favor, I felt forced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at that point, it's like, that's bullshit. Yeah. So so it, it, it's fucked up, which reminds me now that we were talking about the ads and this uh, the, the the women movement. Did you see the lady Dorito? Well, you 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 were thing? telling me about. It. I I saw a little bit on it uh, about it on Twitter, but you were telling me about. Yeah. It. So so I tried to look to see if they had an ad. They didn't. The pretty much their ad was the Peter Dinklage and uh, Morgan Freeman, not Tracy Morgan, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> but 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 that the the that ad though. There was nothing Lady Dorito about it. It was no, Lady Dorito. And that's what I'm saying. So, so like, that was all they did for Super Bowl. But then I guess in the morning, they were saying, oh, well, now we're going to come out with Lady Doritos. Smaller bag, could fit in your purse, and, uh, you know, less. it gets less dirty, and when you bite, it doesn't make such a loud crunching noise. Okay. And, like, it became a thing on Twitter. So, you know, I'm looking at it, like, who the fuck is Lady Dorito? Is this the new rapper? That, like, well, what, who is this? And then I started seeing the shit, and I was like, it, it, it was funny, because it's like, all these feminists were pissed off about it. <laughs> so it was kind of, it, it was kind of like, you, you keep pointing like, oh, look, it's so unfair, it's so unfair. And now you get your own <laughs> set of chips, <laughs> which is literally the stupidest idea. And well, I'm ha- well no, I don't know if it's that stupid, because if you think about it, for since probably marketing existed, marketers have marketed products oh, yeah. for men and women differently. So like that's true. It's not to me that out of the realm of reason to like market a snack yeah. more toward like for instance, for instance, like soaps are done per you know, fragrances, like it's all yeah. marketed. Even cars, there's certain cars that are tailored more towards women. You even hear that like I've heard women say, "Oh, that's a girl's car." That because yeah. it has, I guess, what more feminine features or more f- features that a, a you know somebody feminine would like. So that's not that's not that crazy. Now it is kind of funny thinking about like you you know you, when you think about just a regular Dorito and then it's like, well, it's a lady version of a Dorito. Yeah. There is like some co- comedic value there, <laughs> but even certain even certain snacks, like for instance, I don't know if you remember those snacks. Like, uh, they're like, um, regular snacks that they would sell like Chips Ahoy or Oreos or whatever, but they were like, they would come in hundred calorie packets. They have them at the stores. I think they're still around. Mm -hmm. Well, even those hundred calorie packets, they weren't called like Lady Chips Ahoy, but there was like something very feminine about the, the packaging Yeah, yeah. that you would imagine this kind of appeals to women. Yeah. So, and there mean, is a is market it, out there for for just women. Like so you is, said. yeah. So is it is it like that disgraceful to come out like maybe maybe at Doritos they were like okay well More. These, these bitches are making a lot of noise maybe we could make some money off of them because <laughs> they're making all this noise that nobody does anything yeah. for them. Here's Lady Doritos, <laughs> and that's why I find it funny. You are right. You are right. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you know what I imagine? I imagine like the women's march and yeah. like a Doritos truck just pulls up and like all the like all these like 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 white cisgender men are in the truck with suits on and stuff like everything that like these feminists are against. Yeah. And like they're just like kind of trying to win them over, like throwing them like the lady Doritos. But like they're so detached. They don't get it. They're like, oh, here, bitches, here. Yeah. Here, bitches. Like, <laughs> here for you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Th- th- and that that's what I find funny because like the product itself. You are right. Like so, so there are certain things that, that, you know, they do. And it should be catered because. It's just a different, a different market. So you know, okay, like like for example, the, that the bag is a little smaller. <laughs> I could see. Okay, I, I see the idea, 
I still don't think it warrants you making like, is it going to be that different where, where, you know, you're fucking going to. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But, but then like what, what is worth it is like the shit that people have actually came up with. (laughs) And like, and, and, uh, obviously the internet is amazing sometimes. Um, and someone posted a, a picture and it was like d- different Doritos, but but like one of them says Doritos and like the flavors. So it's like Doritos male tears, Doritos equal pay, Doritos <laughs> intersectional feminism. <laughs> that shit had me laughing because fucking internet, they come up with the darnest things. Or one of them was going to say, oh, is it going to be 71% uh, uh, chips because <laughs> of the fucking pay or whatever? <laughs> so I was like, God damn. But that is true. Like, it's funny how, like, you're fighting for all this stuff and then someone tries at least to do something. And like, it might be stupid, but... And then you just completely shit on it. It it shows that they're, like, at least on your side. It's like moral support, you know? And you still don't appreciate that (laughs) shit. This this shit is all fucked up. And and, and I feel... uh, Someone said this uh, when I was, in a way, trying to defend certain points of traditional feminism... They were saying, oh, but but feminism now, it's like you do everything. Uh, it's like they want everything, and then they're not happy with it. No. Yeah, and then something that, like that's this. That's very true. Yeah, and, 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 and he did make a point because look at this. Like, for it to be such a big outrage, okay, come on. You know, don't be that upset. You know, okay, it's stupid. I could see that. You don't like it. I can see that. But at least they tried. You know, like they're, they're tr- and, and and you're seeing that. Just everywhere, like people are are trying to to you know put their two cents, and then what you're doing is you're saying, "Oh fuck you, Ben Affleck, I don't need your opinion, you rapist." Okay, uh, fuck you, Doritos. This is a stupid ass product. I'm not happy with it. You know what I'm saying? Fucking everyone's wearing the Me Too shit, on and yeah. the. But but to me that that's that's a. Uh... Uh, indication of not just that particular movement, but women in this country, period, f- on a grand scale. I, I don't want to say for the most part, but on a very grand scale, they are. There are so many unhappy women. Yeah. I. And 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 you you won't hear them say that they're unhappy. You won't hear them vocalize, and maybe they'll vocalize it around their girlfriends and stuff. But you can see it like it oozes out of them. Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah. And and I think it has to do a little bit with, I guess, because there is a lot of nihilism today. There's a lot of purposeless like people. Yeah. And then and then a big part of biologically speaking, what kind of coincides with a woman and and what she feels purpose or where she feels purpose is either like you know, husband or family, all of that stuff. And because so much of society and and feminism and politics really kind of work against that, saying, oh, you don't let him control you. Oh, if you get married, you're his property and, and all that shit. You're really working against a lot of happiness of, of, of the interest of a lot of women and their happiness yeah, yeah. because this is not how it's it's designed to go. Like, you know, no. there there's sort of an order of things and with every relationship. This is this transcends women and men. You you any group that you're in, you play a role. Yeah. Not everyone is Michael Jordan. Just like not everyone is Steve Kerr. Not everyone is Tom Brady. Not everyone is a man. Not everyone is a woman. And in though and, and even with between men and women, there's different dynamics between relationships. You know what I'm saying? Some guy, you know, uh, some guy and some girl that she stays home, he works. That's cool. If that works for them, they both work. That works for them, decent. And 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 that's why uh, they stuff- have sex every day except the Sabbath. Like- <laughs> hey, decent dynamic. You guys are happy, right? I wouldn't be. I want to have sex on Sabbath, <laughs> but still, hey, that works for you. And and that's the thing. <laughs> and, and 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 then you sugarcoat all that and then completely minimize that by saying oh that's internalized misogyny don't worry yeah. you, you you're shitty you don't, you just don't understand right. you, you don't get it no they get it they're happy are you happy think about that 
and then and then the 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 sense of of purpose because you know happiness is good but also i think what what's even better than happiness because happiness can be very surface too like you know uh, 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 somebody could go out tonight and, and like get high and drunk and like for that moment they're happy. happy yeah but there's there's a lot there's a sense of purpose that goes along with a good relationship because a good relationship in my opinion and 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 from what i've observed and analyzed a good relationship will also inspire purpose in you so it's not just it's not just okay i have this good relationship i'm with this man no it's this guy inspires me to be a better version of myself to yeah. pursue this to pursue that so you know that's just something to think about i know we're we're running short on time but briefly before we uh before we go the stock market our, our, uh, you saw Friday, it closed, uh, it, it dropped like 600 and something points. Yeah. Today, over a thousand points. My money, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what are your, what are your thoughts? Are you, are you worried at all? What's, what's... Nah, I'm not worried. That's not something to worry about. I mean, because you got to look at the perspective of it. That's what something that people don't realize. First of all, the percentage point from 2016 to now. Yeah, massive growth. Yeah, the, the growth has been, so you equate so pretty much in two years, from 1997 to 2014 or to 2016, that's the same amount of growth you've seen in these two years. So that's not that's not okay. You lost the points. Okay, that's it was it was bad, but but that's not like uh, something to worry about. People look at the number like the thousand points added with the 666 not realizing that different different things um affect that you know yeah it's not which which from everything i read it doesn't seem to, right now like cause for for much concern but it does seem like what it is is th there, there there's a big fear of inflation yeah because like the uh, wages are going up and so you know the how they that's going to affect the the interest rate and you know for the financial institutions and stuff like that. So yeah. that that's what like the experts the experts are talking about. Yeah, it's not the Nunez memo. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't. Where the fuck did that come from? People were saying that because of the memo. Oh my god. Then there's this conspiracy theory that 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 the left is is creating uh like the, uh, making sure that the stock market doesn't do it. shut the fuck up you don't know what you're talking about yeah this that's wild yeah anyway but yeah so i'm not too worried we'll see uh we'll see what what tune we're singing uh next week at this time oh yeah thank you guys for listening uh the show does continue to grow so keep following us on twitter tell your friends about us share these episodes if you know anybody that would be interested in anything we're talking about, share it with them, text it to them. Thank you guys so much for listening. Keep it up. Keep supporting us. Got a lot of good stuff coming. Peace. Peace.